Tenacious Living Radio. Awaken to Holistic Health is all about improving your health by treating the whole. Deanne Riendo, Integrative Wellness Specialist, is on a mission to serve others through education, collaboration, and connection. Awaken to Holistic Health Radio inspires you with strategies from Deanne and other holistic practitioners that will help you awaken to the possibilities of holistic health and well-being. Hi there. Welcome to Awaken to Holistic Health. My name is Deanne Riendo, and today I'm going to talk to you about my health journey. It's not unlike any other health journey that most people have had. Um, you know, we all have our illnesses and um, areas of suffering in our in our health. Um, but I want to share it with you because what I did is I took it and I flipped it around and I made a life for myself that is joy-filled um, and passion-filled. And my hope is that by sharing my story with others that that you can all do the same thing as well. So, you know, I'm going to go back right to to childhood. Um, And in fact, you know, as early as I was born, um, unfortunately, I I was sick. I was a sick little baby um, and a a sick child. Uh, And so, you know... In, in the 80s, what did you do? You put your kids on antibiotics, and that was a really common theme, and, and you know, still is quite a bit to this day. But because I was on antibiotics um, so much, um, it definitely took its toll on my body, and my body didn't have the ability to battle off, um, you know, a normal cold or flu and those sorts of things. And so, it beca- became kind of a, you know, a... a a negative cycle in the sense that, well, you know, you try and fight it off yourself, you can't do it back on antibiotics again. Well, by the time I was five years old, um, it got so bad that I actually had to go in, in to uh, get surgery. So, I actually had my tonsils removed at five. And, you know, that obviously did help. Um, however, um, you know, I was plagued with numerous other illnesses. And one of the big ones um, was stomach issues. Um, so, you know, I know a lot of people these days, um, they really struggle with stomach issues. I hear people that have been diagnosed with irritable bowel syndrome all the time. You know, and part of that um, for me was obviously uh, the antibiotics and the weakened immune system. But furthermore, it was how I also carried stress. So, there was kind of a, you know, a double whammy in terms of um, how it impacted my own health. And so, by the time I was a teenager, it was impacting me so much that uh, I really would, I would step back. Um, I wouldn't go to certain events. I wouldn't go out um, for dinners and things like that because I was befr- I was afraid I would get sick or I would have a stomach ache and and so um, I actually went for a second surgery in my teens uh, because the you know the the symptoms and the signs that I was experiencing um, you know really indicated that I could have something like endometriosis and so when that was done. Um, you know, they, they didn't find anything and they said, okay, you've got irritable bowel syndrome because we don't know what else it is and here's some medication. And, you know, I, I started taking that medication and it actually made me feel worse. And I thought, there's got to be a better way. I didn't want to be the sick person. I didn't want to be that that person that um, 
was limited in their life. I didn't want to be that person that was like, oh, Deanne's not at work again um, because she's sick again. And so I made a conscious decision in my very early 20s that this was not a life that I wanted for myself. It was around that time when um, I started to get introduced to some more alternative and holistic practices. Now, I didn't really know where to start and I didn't really know where to go. And so, I, I started asking around. I started asking this person and that person. And eventually, it led me to, um, to see a homeopathic doctor. And it was absolutely life-changing for me. So, I mean, I remember going into this doctor and he hooked me up to this machine and I thought, well, this is really hokey and weird, like as if this works. And so, I was a bit skeptical as most of us are when we get introduced to something new. And I remember thinking like, geez, I really don't know about this. And, you know, he put me on a, on a whole cleanse and he gave me this whole regime of, of holistic um, herbs and things like that. And I thought, well, what have I got to lose at this point, right? And so, I started to do that. I went on this, um, you know, on this cleanse and started taking these, these herbal supplements. And, you know, not only did I lose some weight, which was a huge bonus, but I learned... Um, I learned about foods that I should and shouldn't eat through that homeopathic doctor. And I also, um, you know, was able to um, go out and function like a normal person. Um, I actually never missed a day of work after that. Uh, there was no events that I didn't go to. And, and so, it had this profound and positive impact on me. And I thought, if more people knew about these opportunities, then we would change the world. We would all be healthier and we would all be happier. And so, I started along this journey and that was the beginning of using holistic health approaches. And there's so many, there's so many different things out there. I could have easily taken uh, a very different approach to my health. Um, I could have gone to more energy type of work, um, which is becoming more and more prevalent. Um, but, you know, that's what worked for me and that's, um, that's what was introduced to me. So, I carried along that path um, throughout my 20s and, um, and really was more aware of, of what I ate. Um, now, if I do get sick, it's usually my own fault <laughs> because of the decisions that I've made. Um, and that's okay with me. I can, I can be accountable for that. Um, but, you know, as I, as I got um, into my late 20s, uh, that's when I really started to feel body aches and pains. So, I had fixed my stomach issues um, and was really working on continuing to build my immunity because as, as, as I mentioned, you know, growing up, it had really um, taken its toll on my immune system. And so, I was trying to do all of these, these things and just be healthy and I started noticing I was having uh, body aches and pains um, and they were so significant that some mornings I would wake up feeling like I was 90 years old, um, if you can imagine what you feel like at 90 years old. Um, and so, I remember waking up just feeling so stiff and so sore. And so, that went on for about a year. And um, at about around that time, my, my mother also um, had let me know that she had been diagnosed with fibromyalgia. 
And so she said, you know, you know, your fatigue and the pain that you're having, there, you know, there might be something there. You should go get tested. And so that's exactly what I did. I went and I got tested. And um, and sure enough, all all indicators led to having fibromyalgia. Now, um, again, I didn't want that to define me. And so um, immediately I took action. I was always physically active. And so I continued to be very physically active. Um, I got more involved with yoga practices, which was a really big thing. I even started working on some meditation approaches. Um, Sugar is a big thing. I love sugar, but man, it really takes its toll on me. And I sure notice the physical effects of sugar. So I really watch that as well. So there's a lot of little simple things that a person can do that are natural and holistic. Um, and and so that's just what I started to do. I started to um, work on those aspects. And, you know, I'm really excited to say today that I don't wake up with aches and pains. I don't, um, you know, I mean, sure, I get the odd ache and pain here and there as as anybody does, but it's not consistent. It's not, you know, it's certainly not every day and maybe once or twice a month. Uh, so, I've been able to really shift that around. And, you know, I almost... I'd be really curious to go back in and get tested again for fibromyalgia. And in fact, I think it's something I will do because I'd like to go in and I'd like to compare, you know, based on the different decisions and the work that I've done. So, you know, it's, it's really exciting to know that we have the power to be able to change how we feel in our minds, bodies, and our spirit. We have the control, and that's the real message today is that we all have the ability to, to shift our own health. Um, we really do um, have the power to do that. And so, um, that's what today is really all about is um, empowering all of us, realizing that no, we do have control. Um, we don't have to. We don't have to feel sick, but we have to make a choice, and that's the big step. Um, I chose to not be defined by illness, and that was a very conscious decision for me. And it needs to be for all of you that might be suffering out there in some way from some illness. So, you know. Uh, the, the big picture is, is really about changing how we think and making different choices. And so, we're going to be coming back um, in a few minutes. And when we come back, I'm going to share with you some of the things that I do in my day-to-day to live that passionate life. Um, because when we live a more passionate life, we automatically start to shift our health in our bodies, our spirits, and our minds. And so, we're going to be talking about that. So, I hope that you join us and come back and hear um, about all the great tips that I have for you to really live that more joyful and passionate life. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. I'm Jody Dyer, independent distributor for Organic Alt. Our coffee is amazing. It is, it's gourmet coffee, but the real thing that we're after is that it's infused with red reishi mushroom. Now, the red reishi mushroom just is is an incredible mushroom. It's the king of herbs. It's grown in the Wuyi Mountains in China under a very strict uh, conditions. So 
Basically what it does for our coffee is it negates the caffeine and it negates the acids. So while you're drinking your coffee, you're helping your body to repair itself. Our coffee comes in many flavors. We have a mocha, we have hot chocolate, we have a black, we have latte, and we just have a green tea and a red tea as well. You can visit me at www.jodysjava.com. That's www.jodysjava.com. Or you could call me at 403-701-7767. Looking forward to hear from you soon. Tenacious Living Choose Your Adventure Book is a compilation of 29 true short stories showcasing the spirit of tenacity and how to build inner strength and success. Visit http tenaciousliving.org books to find out more. You're listening to Tenacious Living Radio. Hi, welcome back. It's Deanne Riendo uh, back again and talking to you about awakening to your holistic health. And so um, we talked earlier about my story. I shared my story with all of you um, and my health journey and kind of what I had done to turn that around. But there's something far deeper uh, that I do to really shift how I think and how I feel. And it's amazing the impact when we start to shift our thoughts thinking and our mindset, the physical reward that comes when we do that in a positive way is phenomenal. So, I want to talk to you about, you know, living a passionate life. I have so many people that come to me and they say, Deanne, I feel, I feel sad. I don't feel happy. Why am I not happy? I have this wonderful life around me and I just don't feel happy. I mean, part of the reason I believe that, you know, we've lost sight of, you know, um, how to be happy is because we live in such an extrinsic world. You know, we we need stuff and we need the environment around us to make us feel good. In fact, our happiness has to come from within. And so, how do we start to do that? How do we start to think about the things that we need to do to fill our cup. And I say fill our cup, that means filling our soul, filling our heart um, with with, uh, the feelings and the joy that that we really need in our life to be healthy and happy. So, you know, one of the things I didn't mention, um, earlier in our conversation is that I, uh, I decided from a very young age, um, having suffering from illness that I wanted to be in a career of service, which meant that I wanted to help others in their journey and in particular around healthcare. And so, I was very fortunate that I was able to start a career um, in healthcare, working on ambulance as an EMT for five years. And let me tell you, when you're 17, 18 years old and you're working on ambulance and seeing some of the things that you have to see, that in itself is life-changing. And it really instilled in me uh, the idea that life really is too short and that I needed to make decisions that filled my cup, that brought joy into my life, Um, but I also needed to change how I thought about my life. And so, you know, um, I carried on um, and I've actually spent over 15 years now in healthcare, uh, much of that um, in front of the classroom teaching um, in dental sciences and emergencies and pharmacology. And so, that gave me the ability to then really share 
uh, share what I knew and share my heart with other people, something that I was very passionate about. So, not only was I passionate about helping others to heal or helping others to at least have comfort and love in their, in their pain and in their suffering, but then I had the opportunity to now share that with others and help other people to find their passions. Now, we're going to talk about passion quite a bit in the next uh, 10 minutes or so, but one of the things that I pulled out when I was doing research around passion is a, a really nice definition. And the Urban Dictionary defined passion as this. Passion is when you put more energy into something than is required to do it. It is more than just enthusiasm or excitement. Passion is ambition that is materialized into action to put as much heart mind, body, and soul into something as is possible. Now, I want to take that definition even further because even though we have to put energy into something, it actually gives us energy back. And that's why passion is such an important piece for me in my life. Because when I do the things that I'm passionate about, even though I have to put energy into it, It gives me that energy right back. And so, when we become charged by the things that we're doing, because we're doing them from a heart-centered space, uh, we are able to not only have a trickle effect on other people, but we're able to heal on an energetic level. And that's what's really amazing about passion. Now, sometimes it's hard to be passionate in our day-to-day life, and it is a practice. I say it's passion in practice because we do have to work at it and we have to be conscious of being passionate. But I'll give you an example. You know, I love my children dearly. I've got two little children, um, ages five and two, and so my plate is quite full. And some days, you know, being a mom, oh man, it really pulls at you and you you get tired. Um, and sometimes you lose your patience. But what I do is when I feel like I'm losing that patience, when I feel like I'm, you know, wearing thin, I remind myself about the part of motherhood that I am passionate about. And so I, I reflect in that moment. And sometimes it just takes, it just takes 10 seconds, 30 seconds, whatever you need to do to get into that space and say, okay, why did I decide to have children in the first place? What is it that I'm truly passionate about when it comes to my children? And for me, it was about the idea that I could bring life into the world and then I could facilitate the growth of loving beings. And all of a sudden, I feel like I can stand the test of time, like these kids screaming and whining, they can't break me because I know that I'm going to help them to be loving and beautiful beings. And so, it, it allows me that space. It allows me that space to then um, find gratitude, even in those moments uh, where you think, okay, I'm going to pull my hair out. Now, Sometimes I say to people, here's another example. Maybe it's, um, you know, taking out the garbage. I mean, that's not very fun. It's stinky. It's gross. You got to lift a heavy bag of garbage. But, you know, for me, 
you know, I look at it, hey, I get an excuse to go outside and get some fresh air and maybe have a look around the neighborhood and see, say hello to a neighbor or whatever it might be. So, it's about looking for those pieces of everything that we do that can really help us to, um, to, to shift our thinking. And this really is truly about shifting our thinking. Because when we shift our thinking, even if it's just a little, big things happen. So, I'm going to spend some time going through um, kind of my top 10 tips to a passionate life. Um, now, there's a, there's, a, there's a lot of different ways to live a passionate life. Um, and in the research that I did, these are the ones that really stood out for me. Um, and so, these are the ones that I'm going to share with you. And hopefully, um, they're going to resonate with you as well. And you can start making some of those changes and some of those shifts for yourself. So, my big number one is listen to your heart. So, what does it mean to listen to your heart? I mean, it's easy to, easy to say, hard to do. But, um, you know, we have to trust that when our gut, you know, we call it our gut or instinct, you know, when it tells us something, like we're drawn to something. For example, um, I remember a, a lady telling me that she kept seeing these paintings and she just was so drawn to them and she just, she couldn't figure out why and she didn't know what it was all about. And, and someone said to her, well, like, maybe you should try painting. Maybe you should do some art. And she had never really tried anything like that. She didn't think that she was a creative type. And, you know, she gave it a go and she said she felt so much joy painting that she knew that she just had to listen. And she had spent years and years being drawn to these paintings and, and never done anything about it, just thinking, oh, I just, you know, it must, I'm just drawn to the, these types of paintings or whatever. She had made up excuses in her mind as to why she was so drawn. And, you know, when she, when she really listened, um, you know, it was amazing to see the shift for her. So, listen to your heart. It knows what it's doing. The next one is perception. So, look at what you're doing from a different angle. And this is something that's really important um, when it comes down to, um, you know, people having to make, um, to understand where others are coming from. So, in places like conflict, okay? So, sometimes if we just look at it from that person's perspective, or maybe we invite them to share with us um, you know, their experience, um, we start to see things in a different light and we have more understanding. So, looking at what we're doing from a different angle is important. Have compassion and self-compassion. Love yourself and others with a full heart. You know, oftentimes we live in this rat race kind of world and we forget to give our, ourselves that extra love and that self-compassion that we need. So, be less hard on yourself and have more compassion for yourself because it will allow you to be more compassionate to others as well. Be grateful. Find the little things and practice saying thank you. You know, gratitude is such an important piece. I remember years and years ago, Oprah had her big gratitude journal and it was all the rage for a while. And there is something to that. Uh, there is something about stopping and reflecting uh, uh, about what we are grateful for. And when we are grateful and we're in that state of gratitude, 
things automatically shift on an energetic level, just like so many other things do. The next one is set your intentions. So have a career that aligns with your purpose. Um, Have hobbies that align with your purpose. And, you know, I want to even say, don't just set them in your mind, put them on paper. It's amazing what we can manifest when we actually physically put something down on paper. So be sure that you set your intentions. What do you want? What are your dreams and your goals? And where where do you want to be? Um, and, and make sure you put that to paper. Number six is surround yourself with like minds. There's so many amazing, beautiful beings out there. That's probably one of the reasons why you're listening to Tenacious Living Radio and why you've tuned in to Awaken to Holistic Health. Um, because you want to connect with other people that think and understand in a similar way to you. And when we surround ourselves with positive and energetic beings, uh, we, we lift ourselves up. And they allow us to be in our authentic being. So number seven is be honest with yourself about what you want and where you truly want to go. And so that means, um, you know, being truthful about, you know, whether or not money is something that needs to drive all your decisions. Um, recently, I quit my full-time job and it was a really hard decision, but it was also taking so much away from my life. And although it brought me in a wonderful paycheck, it just wasn't enough. And so, I learned that we have to let go of some of those things. And it took me being honest with myself. Number eight, be flexible. So, stop resisting what you think should happen and accept the reality of what does happen. Resistance leads to unnecessary suffering. And so, you know, we just have to allow things to unfold as they are. Practice being present. So, sitting in your chair and really just being, not thinking about the 10 million things that you have to do. You need to be present in the moment, living in the moment. And I know this is a hard thing. And it is practice. So, you do have to practice at it. And the last one for a passionate life is serving others. When we serve others from a place where we don't expect anything in return, but it's just out of goodness and out of wanting to help and and um, love that other person, man, amazing things happen, again, on an energetic level, and for others too, when we see shifts in others. So, you know, those are my top 10 tips to living a passionate life. And I hope that you can take some of those away with you and start um, incorporating them into your day-to-day. I look forward to coming back and speaking with you guys again and, uh, and chatting with you a little bit more about some of some of the other things that I do. So, I really want to thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being part of, of this morning or Thank you for being part of the session today, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. This program was sponsored by Your Holistic Earth. YHE is a holistic online marketplace that provides a world of services and resources for a healthier and happier you. Take the first step. Visit www.yourholisticearth.ca and awaken to holistic health.